In Alabama Ag and Review for the week of April 5th, we start off with good news for Alabama producers. Well, Alabama farmers may now rest a little easier following the passage of the Family Farm Preservation Act last week in the House of Representatives. We are so excited. We've been trying to strengthen our Right to Farm Act for several years here in the state, the legislature in Alabama. That's Executive Director of the Alabama Farmers Federation, Paul Pinion, who says the long-awaited legislation would prevent law-abiding farms from being declared a public nuisance and is needed because of increasing challenges to the right to farm by people who don't understand production agriculture. There's a lot of environmental things that uh, our folks are doing right, and we're proud of them. And if they are abiding by all of the regulations that are imposed by regulatory agencies or by state statute, then uh, this will provide farmers some protection to remain on the farm and to be able to continue their way of life that uh, we all enjoy. The bill now only awaits the governor's signature. And as we turn our attention to livestock news, Randall Wiseman has this report. The president of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association is pleased with the news that U.S. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack will soon be heading on a trade mission to Japan. In a visit to the southeast, Steve Fogelsong said the key to getting cattle prices back up again is getting some trade back open. Secretary Vilsack is going to be heading to Japan here in a week or two, and uh, he's going to be carrying along some documents that say, you know, we're wanting to level the playing field. Uh, Senators Joe Hans and Lincoln have done a great job of promoting that. And uh, if you listen to the rhetoric that's coming out of D.C., you know, the president uh, wants to increase trade because he understands that increased trade increases jobs. I'm, uh, I'm 100% behind him. I wish them well and hope that the secretary goes over there and does a good job of selling beef in those markets. That would do us an awful lot of good towards getting to that goal of, you know, dollar fat steers and, and $1.50 calves. Fogelsong, while speaking at the Georgia Cattlemen's Association convention, said it's critical for the U.S. to continue to engage with Japan and all of our international trading partners about the necessity of abiding by science-based international guidelines of beef trade. He said there's a hungry world out there and we've got to do a good job of providing that food. We've been criticized, you know, that we feed too much corn or this or that. You know, the reality of it is America's farmers and ranchers are good at what they do. They're the best there are. And given the opportunity, we will feed that world and we're going to have to in the next generation. So I think it's important for us today to continue to work together to get that goal and get the government to give us the help that will allow us to be successful in that adventure. Vogelsong said NCBA is encouraged the Obama administration intends to engage Japan in discussions about science-based import standards. Japan's failure to apply the OIE guidelines continues to result in significant losses for the U.S. beef industry, limiting us to about 25% of our potential market there. And as we wrap up for this week, we hear from Everett Greiner on his take on food safety. Is our food inspection system and our food safety system failing, or is the rest of the world's improving? Well, either way, it's putting America's food production system under pressure. Russia recently agreed to permit U.S. pork to be imported, provided it was processed under their inspection system. U.S. poultry products are still embargoed because of a similar complaint. China, of all countries, is slowing, even halting the import of some products because it doesn't meet certain health standards. Japan has restricted U.S. beef imports for several years now, ever since that single case of BSE, way several years ago. Now, consider how many food recalls we've had here in in this country. Ground beef, peanut butter, lettuce. uh, You know, we've always boasted that America has the safest food supply on the planet. Are we losing it? Or have we already lost it? And why? And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. I'm Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.